following is a presentation of Artisan Church in Rochester, New York. Do you notice anything different today? <laughs> What's different? That, yeah, that has always been different, hasn't it? There's plastic here. We've got um, stuff on the walls that wasn't here. We could go. Uh, no peeking behind the plastic because it's even more cooler and different back there. Um, next week is the big reveal. Next week, absolutely everything will be finished. <laughs> um, so, we are almost there. Almost there. We've been doing this Beyond Our Walls thing for um, a few weeks now. And we are almost there. Just to, to recap what we're talking about here, um, we started off a couple weeks ago with the, the title From Deeply Rooted to Beyond Our Walls. This is the uh, we asked and answered the question, how do we get from our building campaign where we were just talking about the building and the building and the building and the building so much to this yearly, uh, year-long rather, thematic thread for Artisan, which is beyond our walls. Not only this series, but this whole year is going to be about getting beyond our walls. So we kind of talked about that transition in the first week. And then last week we talked not about physical, literal walls, but about metaphorical walls, the walls that we build between people, um, between us and other people, and that's obviously kind of culturally informed and a lot of other things too, but um, that's, that's uh, as I said last week, a really important consideration because if, if you're not getting beyond the walls that are sort of internal and invisible and cultural there's really almost no point in going beyond the physical walls because once you're out there, it's not going to be any good. Um, so today, we are talking about beyond our walls, literally. Literally. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're right, Elliot, I did. <laughs> Elliot just told me, sent me a text message and said, dude, you changed typefaces in the middle of your slides. Go back to that previous one. This is what uh, typographers will call a uh, serif font. <laughs> uh, you see the little lines, and, and this is a sans serif font. They're the same family, the same face. It's all Adele, um, in case you're wondering. <laughs> you know, um, it just, this is a weird day, if you haven't been able to tell already. <laughs> I messed up typography. <laughs> Man. But today, I didn't know what you were talking about until that came up, and I was like, oh yeah, sans serif. Today we are literally going beyond our walls, and not literally like um, when people say literally and they really mean like the opposite of literally, but literally, like we're actually going to do that, go beyond our walls. And so at this point, what I will do is apologize to any visitors here today, sort of. Um, I apologize that it's extra weird today, but the truth is we are a weird crowd anyway, and really the sooner you figure that out about us, the better for you um, to decide if this is a place where you want to make your spiritual home or not. Um, so what we're going to do today is very simple. We're going to do a, a brief neighborhood walk. Um, 
Would somebody silence that child, please? <laughs> it's my child. <laughs> we don't have any um, children's ministry happening today because of, you know, the weirdness. Uh, so we'll just kind of put up with um, the two-year-olds. <laughs> um, mainly mine, I guess, at this point. So why are we doing this neighborhood walk? Well, let me tell you, uh, the past two Sundays, I have walked to church in the morning. Um, we had two cars for a while, and we sold one of them, so we're down to one car. And it's not really fair for me to drive the car in myself early in the morning and then ask Tracy and the boys to walk. Um, I think it's like chivalrous of me to, to walk. Um, <laughs> I just got the sideways head cock duck face, which I think is a, a sign of derision. Um, so I was walking to church last Sunday, and I tell you, um, I've been driving from that house to this church building for uh, eight years now, many times a week. So it's, it's into the thousands, the number of times that I've made this, this brief trip between my house and the church. And every single time I walk, every single time, including this morning and last Sunday morning, I notice something different, something that I didn't see before. In the thousands of times I've gone between my house and the church building, I didn't ever notice, you know, that siding on that building is falling off. I didn't ever notice that that shop was there. Do you know how many ethnic restaurants there are along South Clinton Ave here between here and Goodman? I think like five. That's like 20 feet, right? Um, I never noticed them. I was walking by and I was like, wait, is that new? And um, looking at the decor inside, it's clearly not new. Um, but I'd never seen it before. And what happens is you slow down and you see things that you didn't know were there. You see people who you didn't know were there. I walked past this tree this morning and it was, this, it was the same tree that this happened in last Sunday morning. There's like approximately 100 million birds in this tree tweeting at 6.30 in the morning, right? Just super loud. If I drove past that tree, which I have done, I would never have noticed it. So one of the reasons we are doing a neighborhood walk today is so that you and I will notice our neighborhood. Because I would wager that we have not really noticed our neighborhood very much. So what can you notice? Well, I want you to, to notice our neighbors, okay? At, the scenery is nice, but I want you to notice the people. I want you to look at the houses that they live in. I want you to think, is that a single-family dwelling? Is it an apartment building? Do kids live there? Do senior citizens live there? Do they have any pets? Now, don't do this like a stalker, okay? Do this like a lover, right? Have you ever fallen in love with somebody and then, like, for the first, like, months of time... Every time you see that person, it's like you notice something new, right? That's what I, I want you to love your neighborhood this way. I want you to see something new. I want you to see that little gleam in their eye, if you will. Um, that little thing that happens with their hair, <laughs> metaphorically speaking. Right. By the way, kids can do this too. Kids, if you're out there looking at the houses, you don't have to tell me if they're single families or apartment dwellings. But you could, like, say, how many blue houses are there? And how many red houses are there? And will the blue houses win? Or will the red houses win? Right? That's something that you can be doing. And in doing that, you are noticing your neighbors. And that's an important thing to do. Right? 
Another job that you could do while you're walking around is to pray, of course. We are people of faith, and, and praying is something that we should be doing. There's a place in the Bible that says you should pray without ceasing, which is a complicated thing to think about, but um, you could be praying as you walk. Now, but it's not a prayer walk, per se. It is just a neighborhood walk. Mainly, I want you to notice. And if you decide that you would like to pray, I would caution you against certain types of prayer. Those types of prayer would be the ones that sound like, God, please help me save these people. By the way, that's what God says to you. <laughs> hey, person, please help me save that person. <laughs> right? If you're flipping that around, that's called the Messiah complex. So don't be praying, God, help me save these people. All right? And besides, what I really want you to focus on is your relationship to your neighbors. And it's not, the other thing that it's not is a, like a street cleanup thing, okay? So if you're inclined toward praying while you're doing a neighborhood walk, maybe think about just noticing. And if you're inclined toward like picking stuff up, there's a lot of trash out there. We will do a, a, a neighborhood walk where we do cleanup. I want to avoid any kind of odor at all of we are fixing our neighborhood this morning, okay? Yes, it's good to pick up trash. If you always pick up trash, I'm, I guess I'm not going to tell you not to pick up trash. But I don't want you to go through, this, through the neighborhood thinking of all the ways that you're going to fix it. That's really not what this is about. Whatever fixing needs to be done in this neighborhood, we, have a, we, have a, we are joining God in that work. But I want you to take it off yourself for a minute. I really, really, really want you to focus today on noticing and loving people. Just be present. So as far as interaction goes... Um, we are uh, not asking you to go and knock on people's doors and ask them if they died tonight, if they knew where they would go. Um, I'm not asking you to, to hand out anything, uh, with one small exception I'll tell you about in a minute for a few of you. Uh, this is not evangelism. We're going to talk about evangelism. That's part of going beyond our walls. We're going to talk about that in January, I think it is. It might be February. I'll have to figure that out. But that's not today. If you ha- if you Friendly interactions are awesome and encouraged. Hey, how are you doing? Smile at people. You know, I'm not saying put your head down and don't notice anybody. I'm not saying don't make eye contact. But even with a smaller crowd, we're kind of a big group. And, you know, I don't want to be like locusts. Okay? So be uh, non-intrusive. Be friendly. If somebody talks to you and says, hey, what the heck are you guys doing? You can say, hey, we're just doing a neighborhood walk. We're from Artisan Church up the hill there. Um, If you want to hang out with us next Saturday at Saturdays, you're welcome to come. If you want to do that, that's fine. If you just want to say, nothing, and keep walking, that's okay too. I know some of you are introverts. I'm an introvert. So smile, be friendly, speak when spoken to, but I'm not asking you to like do any any hard work of like actually interacting with people today, okay? That's not what this is about. Again, very worthwhile thing to do, but but not today. So... um, this question might come up, which, which way should you go? And here's what I want to do right now. I want to give you four different directions that you can walk and tell you a little bit about each of the neighborhoods that you will find in those directions. And I want you to think about which neighborhood do I think I should be loving more right now. Maybe it's your own if you live nearby. Maybe it's not your own if you live nearby. If you don't live in the city, I'm going to tell you a little bit about this, this geography for like two minutes and then you... I, I think that maybe you'll kind of feel drawn to one, one direction or the other. So, starting with that way, which is north-ish. Um, but if you go across South Clinton Ave 
and down Field Street and into the, the neighborhoods across there, you will be in the neighborhood called Swilberg, named after the pig slaughterhouse that was there uh, way back in the day. Right? There's a little pig um, uh, logo there. He's smiling. He doesn't know what hap- what's going to happen to him. Um, you'll see it right on the corner of Field Street there. He's a very cute little pig. He's about to become bacon. Um, so Swilberg is, uh, is, is fairly multi-ethnic. There's a fairly wide range of socioeconomic um, status. There's a mix of renters and owners. It's a really neat little neighborhood. If you've never walked down there, it would be a great place to go. If you go um, down this way on South Clinton Ave, you're going toward downtown. All right? You are going to encounter, as you get down there more, probably slightly lower income housing. But it's not the crescent. It's not like the really, really poor part of Rochester. You probably don't have time to walk that far. But if you want to walk in those neighborhoods, you can drive to that and then come back. That would be an option. Uh, But down that way is toward downtown. If you have a heart for the downtown area of Rochester, you could walk that way. Even if you don't make it all the way, you could just be thinking about that and and then make your way back up. If you go this way, it's almost the exact opposite because you'll be in the suburb of Brighton very quickly. Um, One of the wealthiest suburbs in Rochester, uh, very prestigious um, successful school district, uh, lots of upper and upper middle class suburban stuff that way. All right. And then if you kind of go this way, behind, behind the building and, and into this neighborhood, you will find that's, that's the Highland Park neighborhood area. Um, you'll find in this direction, uh, probably somewhere in between the Swilberg and Brighton thing, uh, economically. A lot of very nice houses over here, but they're kind of, um, how do I say this nicely? Uh, Have you seen Portlandia? (laughs) They live over there. (laughs) (laughs) They want to know if the chicken is local. (laughs) I love this neighborhood, by the way. I really do. I'm probably going to walk this way. Um, Some of our friends over here live in that neighborhood, and I'm just teasing you guys. But but you really do want to know if the chicken's local, don't you? Yeah, okay. I was right. <laughs> um, so this maybe a gentrified might be too pejorative, but that's kind of the way, the, the, the direction that you're, you're going to see if you go that way. Lovely, lovely, beautiful place to walk. Um, and so if you're, uh, if, you're a, a long, if you're a hiking person, you can t- take a long walk. If you're a, not a hiking person, you can take a short walk and sit for a while and then come back. If you uh, have little kids and you brought a stroller... Um, I'd encourage you to bring them with you and just talk to them about what, they, what you see, okay? This is really, there's really nothing like, too hard about this. Uh, I don't want this to be burdensome or awkward for you. Again, I want you to notice the human beings who live around us. Does that make sense? Is that clear? Now, let me talk to those of you who are making your escape plan in your head right now. I know that you are because I am you. You're thinking, geez, you know, I, th- I might want a jacket. I left it in the car. Hey, can you hold my coffee for me? I'm just going to get my jacket. <laughs> right? I know that that's what you want to do because that's what I would want to do if I were in, in your chair right now. Um, I love you, but please let me just challenge you. Just give you a little bit of a mama bird push out of the nest, out of your comfort zone, okay? Um, some of you are like, why is he even doing this? What kind of wimp wouldn't want to go on a walk to the neighborhood? 
you just don't understand us, if that's what you're thinking. And that's okay. But if you are currently planning your exit strategy, please, cons- please reconsider. Try this. I really, really want you to try this. So, um, I have nothing else to say to you about this except go do it. And we will come back here uh, in about 35 minutes or so. 20 past 11, we'll come back, we'll sing another song or two, we'll have communion together, and um, if you want to hang out and talk, we can do that too. But mainly, I want us to come back together to take communion before we leave. Is that okay? So be back here by 11.20, so you probably want to walk for 15 minutes or so at most, uh, and then come back, unless you're doing a loop, then you can figure that out. Some of you have experience with trails and hiking and that sort of thing. Make your own way. You can go your own way. Go your own way. Um, all right. <laughs> Do, any questions? Yes, before you get up and, and leave, are there any questions? Is there a time we should be back? Uh, what do you say to 11.20? Would that be okay? Would 11.20 be all right? All right, 20 past 11. Good. I, I did just say that, like, the seconds before you asked the question. <laughs> it's okay. We have a lot of that guy in the room. Any other questions? When's lunch? <laughs> lunch is on your own. By the way, normally on the fifth Sunday we do a potluck, but we decided last week we're doing that next week. So if you brought potluck food, feel free to eat it, but we're not going to have a potluck lunch after, okay? Just um, bring something else next week. Any other questions? All right, what time are we coming back? 11.20. All right, go beyond our walls, literally. For more information, visit us at artisanchurch.com.